Coach, tell us about Ben's physical status. What do you think? I think he's fine. I think that he'll practice today. I think he's a little tender and sore. I think that uh, he it scared him as much as anything the other night because I, he he said he thought he hurts. But I I think that uh, I think he's fine. He he did. We just had a shooting practice yesterday and. He shot on his own. Didn't do much cutting, but he. But he's. Uh, he's. He's going to be a close to 100 percent come Saturday, I think. How scared were you when you saw him go down right away? Uh, I was. You know, I. I, I, I mean, I think I've seen a lot of players turn an ankle or whatnot in the past. Uh, uh, I'd be nervous for anybody to, to get hurt, but because it was Ben. Seemed like to me there was a little bit of air in the building that left, uh, but but uh, I don't think I was scared. I, you know, concerned probably a better word. You said after game the other night you hadn't been going the last week or so. What what's it going to take to get kind of back on track offensively? Well, we can make shots. You know, when we were really clicking, we we were pretty consistent shooting the ball, and and uh, everything looks good when you make shots. But but certainly we could shoot it better. Uh, and I think the ball's sticking a little bit. The way that people are defending us, you know, sometimes when you when you when you don't guard a certain position or has a tendency to stick because uh, you know that person or player thinks that maybe they should go make a play rather than go ahead and you know have good ball and body movement, but which is fine. I mean, but but there's some things that we can do hopefully to take advantage of, of some things like that. But biggest thing is I, I just don't think the ball's moving quite as crisply crisply as it was before. What do you think of Texas? Is it apparent they've missed Cabongo quite a bit? Well, you know, they oh yeah, they've missed Cabongo uh, for sure. But, the, you know, Felix has had a good year. His numbers are good. And he can score and he can shoot. And he's strong, really strong, you know, uh, uh, kid, especially upper body. So, so uh, I, I think that lose a quality player like uh, Cabongo, it would hurt any team, no question. But, but you know, his his replacements had a pretty good year, uh, no no doubt about that. And you know, they're young. I don't know if they're the youngest team in the country, but they're arguably right there, one of the younger teams. And and they're very capable of, of beating folks, as evidenced by what they did to Carolina. You played so many big games against Texas in the season down in the standings. Uh, yeah, it is because you know they haven't been. I don't know if Rick's ever been 0-3. I, I doubt he has. Uh, uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think that's what Texas is. If I'm not mistaken, so so. Uh, but you know, it's it's early too. It's it's early. Uh, you know, I, I Carolina started out 0-2 in the league in 0-9 and won the national championship. So it's not uh, good teams or good programs get off the rough starts in the league depending on where they're playing. But but I but this is I'm, I'm sh different. Than, than most KU Texas games with the lead-in because uh, uh, they are off to a start that, that isn't uh, indicative of how great their program's been. So and, and, and they'll get it back. Rick will get it back. So uh, I just hope it doesn't happen at Harks. Kind of along those same lines, it seems like it's probably cyclical, but the league is maybe down a little bit and you are maybe not going to get those kind of typical road games that you tend to, whether it's Texas or some of the new teams in the league, is that concerning at all that maybe you're not going to get those kind of marquee games on the road where you got to go into it? Well, really see, that's, that, that thought is coming from a non-coach because all coaches think that every road win is precious. So they're all tough. 
And so, I mean, if I'm not mistaken, we went to Lubbock and, and, and I mean, we had them down two at half. So, so uh, uh, I, all road games are hard, especially in league play. So I, I, I won't go there. If you, can, if you can go through this league record, trust me, you'll be battle-tested. Was it tough for your team to get used to the environment at Tech? It was I don't know if it was, uh, you know, I don't know if it was tough for our team uh, 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 because of the environment, but I just didn't think we were mentally prepared to play at all. And I think the environment and their minds made with it. One, one thing about it, uh, when, when people play us, we have the best home court advantage. But because of that home court advantage, we get everybody's best shot too. I mean, everybody loves to play in this environment. Uh, uh, so. You know, we can talk about, hey, it's 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 an unbelievable home court, which it is. It's the best. But there are teams that play at a very high level coming in here because every player loves to play in. So, you know, we didn't quite have that. At, at, you know, the, that environment didn't exist at Tech. But that doesn't really, I mean, that's not an excuse. Uh, uh, but that, that is the way it works. We you like playing in front of great environments. Did you guys recruit Papa True heavily? Yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah, we offered, we offered a... Poppy scholarship, and uh, he chose Texas. So, so good freshman year, he's kind of a, a, a hybrid forward, played the three and the four, and he's done a good job for him. Well, actually, the other night said that uh, Perry was demanding the ball, and he kind of liked to see that. Do you see him gaining confidence? Well, I think Perry's, you know. Uh, uh, demanding, he may have said ball, you know. So, so uh, 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 you know, that, that to me is in Elijah's mind. He was really demanding, but but uh, Perry, uh, uh, I don't, you know, he looked good the other night. He just didn't make shots. He went after the ball, got rebounded balls rim high. He he did a lot of good things the other night, and it's very good to see. Because he's so kind of quiet body language. Is he maybe more athletic than some people might think? Because he's quiet. Yeah, he's just yeah. Doesn't call attention to himself the way he plays. Or well, I, I, I uh, How good an athlete is he? he's a terrific athlete. He, he can run like the wind. We've got three guys that are at the four spot that are really quick twitch athletes. Uh, uh, Perry, you know, he he could, you know, he'd been in, in college. Jamari could run track in college. Kevin could run track in college. And some, I don't know what exactly the event would be, but those guys are fast. And and uh, uh, but. To me, Kevin's the quickest twitch guy. Jamari is the most explosive, highest jumping guy. But Perry's kind of a combination of both. He he he's he he's a he's a athlete. But you're you're right. He doesn't make as many flamboyant type plays. But but he's a terrific athlete. Coach, is there a pace that you prefer to play at with this team? Because we've seen you guys win games in the '90s and then also win games in the '60s. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we prefer to play fast all the time. Every team that we've had for here for the most part in the last six or seven years has been a team that's better playing fast. You know, uh, uh, a lot of times you can play just as fast and score in the 60s as you do when you score in the 80s. You know, sometimes the ball doesn't go in the hole. Sometimes you, you get the same looks when you're missing uh, that you get when you make, and it looks like to me that you're playing slow. That's, that, that's not necessarily true. I don't think... I don't think anybody would accuse us of playing slow. I think the time of possession that we have is probably, in some possessions, like Oregon football. I mean, uh, we can score fast, and we can score without 
without the, uh, uh, without the ball changing sides, we can do that. I'm a big believer, though, if you can't do that, then you got to give the defense a chance to break down. And, and the further you go and you get into conference play, there's not near as many easy baskets. Get, the better you're scouted, there's not as many easy baskets. So then you have to rely on you know, your execution more in, in, in the half court. And so ours has to get better. But that's not really a reflection of, of how fast we want to play or pace. Coach, how important is it that Perry's able to be, become more or a better communicator as conference season rolls on? Communicator? I mean, you said he's naturally quiet. I, I think it's more important that he becomes a better scorer than it is a talker. So, so <laughs> I mean, when you guys talk, I mean, he's a quiet kid, but what, how much he talks isn't going to have anything to do if we win or not. So, so you know, what has more to do if we win or not is if we're as a team able to get the ball in the basket. And, and, and I think Perry's very, very capable of of doing that, but I mean, how much he talks is is not going to have any bearing. We want all our players to talk more, but that that that's not going to have a lot of bearing on whether we're successful or not, unless he doesn't call a screen out in the backcourt late game situation. So, uh, I just want him to be aggressive playing the playing more so than 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 speaking. Does this skill set? I mean, do you need to stretch the floor yeah. a little bit, and does he maybe have that? I think he's I think he's the best we have. At that, you know the the way that people have played us. Even Perry the other day, they dared him to shoot, you know. And and uh, uh, when he gets confidence in everything, because he can really shoot, when he gets confidence in everything, that'll be he'll make two out of those three, and that'll be so important to open up things for Jeff and and other things. But it's going to be hard for Jeff to score out of half court offense if, in fact, they have both big guys camped around the paint because Jeff ain't going to be a guy that steps out to eighteen and makes a lot of jumpers. So. so so that that'll be uh, that'll be something that we certainly need to improve on. Is there any way a guy who had that much success can anticipate how hard it's going to be to play college basketball, or do you just have to do it? Who's this? Uh, well, I, th I think I, I think he plays hard. I think he's tried hard. I think everything is an adjustment for everybody. But you know, if I'm not mistaken, we've had some really good players come through here that were freshmen that that uh, you know didn't start. Or, or you know, uh, it took a while to get adjusted and that kind of stuff. So, Perry came stations in height because he's local. If, if Perry had been from Arizona and come in, we wouldn't be looking at Perry the same way we look at him now because we've watched him grow up and and there's so much hype and expectations around that. But, and deservedly so. But it's going to take it takes everybody a little bit of time. You know, you know if you're, uh, uh, you know, Perry didn't come in with more accolades than Cole. He didn't come in with more accolades than some of the other times. So, uh, but but Perry's going to be a—he's not going to be a good player. He's going to be a terrific player. But it—it's—he's you know, just going through the process. I mean, you know, there, there there's some things I think as a coach that you want to put them fast forward and you want to accelerate. But the, but there is a natural maturation process that everybody's got to go through. And you know, if I'm not mistaken, Sharon till Christmas coming back, he never got in the game hardly, and he's the probably the most talented kid we've had here. So, I mean, it, it, this is, you know, Mario, we're playing against Cal right before Christmas, and he turns it over seven times or whatever in 15 minutes. And, you know, I mean, everybody goes through that. So Perry's right on schedule to where he needs to be. He just needs to experience some success of seeing the ball go in the basket point where he's really uh, being aggressive and playing to his skill set more. That's exactly right, yeah. Won the game for us. Do you think that 
sense the hype and the expectations of since he was a local kid are weighing on him at all? No. I don't think that Perry gives a crap about what you guys think or say. So, you know, maybe family does, but I don't, think, I don't think it bothers Perry at all. Do you think some of the young guys are learning how to block shots from with him? Uh, I don't know if they're, uh, you know, I, I see you, you, you have one game where you block a lot of shots and now all the attention goes to we got a great shot blocking team. That's not necessarily true. We've had a lot of games where we didn't have any depth. So, but the one thing I do think that was in, important is that we have more guys challenging and being more aggressive. We, we've got some naturally gifted athletes. Uh, the play that Mari made the other day when, when the ball got behind him, he goes and pins it on the glass and then Ben comes from nowhere and blocks it. You know, th th those are plays that, that, that they didn't learn from Jeff. Those are just plays that they learn just what, what we're emphasizing, attacking the ball and being aggressive. So I think Jeff definitely helps in that area without question. But I, I do think a lot of it is just our guys' mindset too, though. It's great coaching, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Jump up there, yeah. That's great coaching. Jump higher. Yeah. Does that become kind of contagious as it goes on? You see more guys. There's no question it's contagious. Energy is contagious. Great, great point. What does the tape show about Texas's defense? They lead the country in field goal percentage and three-point. Well, I think that's the thing. You know, we – our field goal percentage defense in Texas is a very comparable, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, we're right there neck and neck. But they are kicking our butt in three-point field goal percentage as opposed to us. And I think that's a that's that's looking at because you can if a team only shoots three against you and you, you hold them 33%, you know, you're thinking, wow, we held our opponents to 33%, but from three that's the same as 50%. And 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 I think they do a much better job so far in, in guarding the arc. And, and uh, I would say that's the that's the biggest difference, and it's hard to get easy baskets on him. He's all he's always had good defensive teams, uh, letting him play some two three zone, obviously like the, like he has in the past. But statistically, they've always been very very good defensively. Coach, sixteen games into the season, we're about halfway home before the Big Twelve tournament starts. Where is this team? A little bit ahead of pace, about where you thought they'd be. Uh, I would say, if you were to ask me. January 1, I'd say a little ahead of schedule. And, 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 and we're about where I thought we would be. Uh, I don't think that we've done anything in January to, to make me think we're way ahead of schedule. I, I don't think that at all. I think, I think that we've got a nice team that tries pretty hard, that is learning how to win ugly, and uh, uh, when we're not making shots. And I think those are all very, very, very positive things. But do I think we're ahead of, you know, Three games into conference play, I think we're right where I was hoping we would be, but definitely not ahead of schedule. Is Elijah, how, if we are at the halfway point, how has he played to your expectations? Elijah? I think Elijah's. I think uh, uh, if you and they were fifteen and one, and the quarterback was a starting quarterback, and this is his first year to play. You'd probably think the football team's quarterback had had a pretty good start to the year, and 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 you know to me there's only one stat that matters with a point guard, and that's wins and losses. And I think he's done a really good job there. The one thing that I I will say this about Elijah, and you guys have all seen it, he hadn't made shots yet. But you take away the fact that he hasn't made shots, he's 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 been pretty sound. He's been very solid.
And, and when he's been matched up against other great guards, he's done a really nice job in those particular matchups. Talk about winning ugly. As a coach, do you like to see your guys kind of get into those messier situations? Uh, I, I, I'm a guy that thinks the, uh, uh, the muddier the track, uh, probably the better off that we would be. Uh, I, I always have. Uh, I think sometimes games with rhythm uh, aren't, aren't the best games for us uh, because we never had a team that with their mindset was to outscore folks. Our mindset with folks from scoring. So sometimes when it gets into a, a very rhythmic game offensively, I think, I think that we can relax defensively way too easy. And when it doesn't have a lot of rhythm offensively, I think that's when we really hunker, guard, hunker down and guard our best. And so, and I'm a big believer, you know, especially playing away from home, that that you don't want the off, the home team to get rhythm. So so uh, we embrace it. You look at the NCAA tournament last year. Hey, Purdue game, no rhythm. NC State game, no rhythm. North Carolina game, a lot of rhythm in the first half, and we only gave up 47. So we knew we had to change. Ohio State game, no rhythm. And then Kentucky was just better than us that night. But but uh, we're, we're usually, I, 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 like, I like we're not playing well and you look up and you're up five. That, 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 that's not going to bother me too much. Which big Monday kind of screws up the rhythm. You kind of talk about that of, of your week. Do you, like, do you like the extra day now or a couple days? Yeah, yeah, I, I do. Like I, I thought we had a – I said this before. I thought we had a tired team. Well, we didn't play tired at all against Baylor, but I thought Texas Tech we played tired. Uh, uh, you know, you can kind of run it down a little bit, and we have all this high-tech uh, strength and conditioning stuff that Coach Hootie has, and she can tell – fatigue factors based on exercises and all that stuff. And so I, I think having a couple of days this week helped us. Because we, we took yesterday, uh, excuse me, we took Tuesday off and yesterday we did a 35 minute shooting practice. Now we'll get back to business today. How'd you shoot? I was, I was really good yesterday. <laughs> yeah. Best I've shot it in many, many years.